I love video games so much. I'm pretty fond of this podcast, too. They're fun. This is fun. Video games are fun. Well, not all games. Echo the Dolphin's not really that fun, but most games are fun. You know what isn't fun? Buying razor blades. And my friends over at Harry's agree. And that's why they started their company. And I don't understand why anybody would buy razors from anyone else. I'm super serial. Hit up harrys.com slash RTG and pick up a $3 trial set to find out for yourself why I'm so damn serial about this. Harry's makes the best razor blades out there and they ship them right to your front door. I don't think I'm allowed to lie in these, but I'm not anyways. I've been using Harry's for years and I've never considered going anywhere else. The blades come in this awesome little container that's easy to travel with and keeps them sharp and clean and the razor handle doesn't look like a piece of plastic out of cyberpunk. Those handles are great for high school kids with peach fuzz but you're a man now. Shave like one. And it's not just the blades. Looking good is great but smelling good is just as important. Harry's has skin softening body wash with scents like stone, wildlands, and redwood. I don't want to smell like plastic. I want to smell like a man. They have awesome smelling deodorant for $5, hair products, grooming supplies, everything you need to go from a five to a nine. Well, like an eight, and we don't want to overpromise. Well, like an eight, at least. Harry's offers subscriptions so you can get your blades and supplies when you need them, and you can feel free to cancel at any time, but you won't want to, I promise. Listen to me. Harry's is legit. Getting ripped off isn't funny. Switch to Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just three bucks at harrys.com slash RTG. That's harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Remember the Game, my retro gaming podcast, where every week a buddy of mine and I sit down and geek out about the games we played back in the day. My name is Adam Blank. Thank you guys so much for listening. This week, episode 60, we're going to do something a little different. We're going to go with one of our uh, our conversational episodes. Just, uh, it's like two nerds uh, on the playground, like the other ones, but instead of talking about a specific game, we're just talking about gaming in general. And uh, this week... We're talking game collecting. Uh, I'll get you guys in on the details here. I am not a current game collector, but I am a recovering game collector. And so is my guest this week, Patrick, returning to the show. Uh, and I just this is something I've wanted to talk about for a while. I could talk about game collecting forever. So uh, we're going to give it a shot this week and just talk about the ups and downs and what it was like and advice for new collectors and stuff like that. So uh, hopefully you guys enjoy this. Uh, I'm very curious to know your feedback on this good or bad if you like it if you don't like it we have done a couple conversation episodes in the past uh episode 17 of the show was all about whether or not we want a nintendo 64 classic and what could possibly be on that and uh <laughs> when we recorded that there was like all these rumors around that it was like gonna get announced any day and that was like almost a year ago and it still hasn't been announced so uh and then episode 24 uh we talked about we did uh, the console wars of the 16-bit era we did just a straight up sega versus nintendo my buddy miklos is a sega kid i'm a nintendo kid and we talked about uh what life was like on either side of the trenches back in those days so we're gonna talk game collecting today we're gonna have a few more of these episodes coming up not every week or anything i'm thinking once every 
month, two months, you know, just you know, once in a while. Because quite frankly, and I've talked about this on the show before, I only have so many games. You know, there's like, I mean, like, listen, I know for a fact that there's hundreds and hundreds and thousands of games out there, but there's only so many games that anybody can relate to. You know, I played a ton of Dennis the Menace on the Super Nintendo because that was one of the games I got for Christmas one year because it was cheap. And uh, I can do an episode on fucking Dennis the Menace on the Super Nintendo if you guys want, but I don't think anyone wants to listen to that. So uh, this is something I'm going to be doing once in a while. Conversations. I'm looking for more ideas. If you guys have any, let me know. If you're interested, if you like, if you enjoy the episode, if you don't enjoy the episode, please let me know. I really... I'm trying to make this the best possible show for you guys that I can. And uh, so I'm curious in your in your feedback, okay? And having said that, if you guys have questions or topics, uh, speaking of making episodes for you guys, your next Patreon episode uh, will be going live uh, next week. Uh, I, I'm trying to think of what day it is compared to the day that I'm recording this. I'm recording this on Monday the 19th. Monday the 26th, the week today, uh, your second Patreon episode will be going live. That'll be the rambling Q&A one. And uh, I only have a few questions submitted for that one so far. So if you don't have anything to ask, don't worry about it. Don't don't force yourself. But if you have any questions, if you've got topics you want me to talk about, if you just want something you want me to say or plug for you, I'll do it. I am a complete shill to the people. Uh, submit them, you guys. And you can submit them numerous ways. We've done this 100 times. You can do it on Twitter or Instagram at MemberTheGame. Just like Remember, but it's just Member. There's no RE at the front. Member the game. I try to reply to everyone that sends them to me there. I follow everybody back, or at least I try to. Uh, if I haven't followed you and you followed me, message me and I'll follow you, okay? Uh, you can submit them on Facebook, facebook.com slash rememberthegame, or you can submit them on your Patreon feed. There's ways to uh, communicate with me via that as well. I try to get to every single one. Last month I had like 15 questions. I answered every single one. So if you've got any questions, any ideas, you want me to just mention my opinion, you have to be able to video games. Is anything you want. That's your time to submit them. You guys paid for the episode. I want you to get what you paid for. Let me know anything, all right? I'll uh, I'll talk about anything you want. I'm not I am not a shy man. Uh, what else have I got going on here? I'm looking through my list of shit to ramble about. Uh, last week I mentioned uh, submitting to uh, the Edmonton Expo to do a live panel there, a live recording. Uh, I have submitted. I decided to uh, bite the bullet and submit a, a panel request. I have no idea if I'm going to get it. I'm kind of not expecting to, but we'll see. Uh, I'll keep you guys posted on that. If you are planning to attend the Edmonton Expo, let me know. I'm thinking about going anyways uh, and just printing off cards and maybe getting a t-shirt made and just passing out my card to people and saying, hey, check out my retro gaming show if you're interested in the retro game and and just completely uh, selling out. But it would be so cool to get to record a live podcast there. So I have submitted to it. For anyone that's wondering, I've had a couple people ask me. Uh, If it comes through, you guys will be excuse me, the first one to know, I'll be posting about it on all my social media and uh, all that good stuff. So uh, keep your eye out there. Also, uh, I know I, I say it every time it, it happens, which is quite a bit, but our, our download numbers are up again. Um, I'm just looking, I'm literally looking at it on my computer here right now. It's refreshing. As I refresh this, uh, fuck my Wi-Fi upstairs sucks. Um, <laughs> there we go. As I refresh this, my downloads are up 39% over two weeks ago, like from two weeks ago to this two weeks uh, I have no idea where all these downloads have come from. We're at like almost 20% of my entire lifespan of the podcast's downloads have come in in the last 30 days. We're over 2,000 downloads. I think we're creeping up on 3,000 downloads in the last uh, three and a half weeks. So I have no idea where it's coming from, but thank you all so, so much. Uh, I just found out that if I click on something here on the Podbean dashboard, I can see what episodes are getting downloaded every day. And one of the things that's really cool 
is, uh, I don't remember if I mentioned this last week or not. I just found this out a few days ago. Uh, one of the things that's really cool is I see these spikes of downloads, but it's not all the current episode. Every single day, I can see like 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 certain old episodes have been downloaded like three times, three times, three times, two times, one, 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 one. And what, to me, what that means is new people are discovering the show and then digging back through the catalog and finding games and stuff that they're interested in. So if that's you and you're listening to this and you recently just jumped upon the Remember the Game bandwagon, uh, welcome aboard and thank you so, so much. Uh, and I have to plug it, guys, because I haven't done a real good plug in a while. Uh, I would really appreciate it if you guys listening to this. Consider our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash remember the game. I, I do my absolute best to give you your most value for your buck. It's $2 a month is all that takes. And you're going to get two bonus episodes. One of them is the Q&A rambling one where I'll say whatever you want and answer whatever you want. And the other one is about a current game. Currently in the archives, we have one about Cuphead and we have one about Octopath Traveler. The Messenger is going to be coming next month. Uh, I'm going to build a nice little catalog of those there. Those are exclusively for you guys, okay? So two bucks a month gets you two extra episodes of the show. It's also going to get you a shout out on one episode of the show every month. And I give away a prize every month to one of my Patreons. And honestly, right now I have 22 Patreons at varying amounts of money. Uh, so they have different amounts of entries into the draw. But you've got like a one in like 90 chance or something like that, which may not sound like much. Or no, no, it's not one in 90 because it's it's like one in 22 people. There's like 90 different entries. So you have about a one in 20 shot at winning a prize. And like uh, two months ago, it was a $20 gift card for the console of your choice. The winner went with an Xbox gift card. And then this month we gave away a Sega Genesis Classic. I would really love to give away a big prize toward Christmas. Um, and listen, if you guys are already subscribed on there, thank you so much. I just have, it's kind of, it's just like staying where it was. And I see my downloads are going up like crazy, but the Patreon isn't. And that's totally cool. I've said it many times, this podcast is free. It will always be free. You can just enjoy your episode every week. But if you want the bonus episodes, the shout outs, and an entry to win prizes two bucks a month just please consider it is all i ask patreon.com slash remember the game okay uh see there i'm a good salesman i can do that kind of stuff uh i've been playing a lot of video games with my nephew the last week or so he's been in my house uh, he was he guest introed it with me last week uh he's downstairs playing video games <clears throat> he's downstairs Whew. he's downstairs playing video games right now but he's hanging out at my house for a couple of weeks and it's been a, like a fucking blast playing video games with him. It's really fun to have someone to play games. Like, I've got buddies that are gamers. They come on the show all the time. You guys know some of them. Chris, Mark, McHugh, uh, Tyler, Andre, uh, David, Patrick. You guys know all the regulars on the show here. Um, if I forgot somebody in there, please don't yell at me. I'm sorry. But uh, I don't have anyone that lives with me. And it's been really cool having been here. We've been playing, like, we sit up late at night and play Tetris 99 together. Uh, which if you don't know online to battle Royal Tetris on the switch and you can't actually join each other's room necessarily, but if you sit together and you both hit start at the same time, more often than not, you'll get dropped into the same game. So we've been playing Tetris 99 together. We actually had a game the other night where we were the final two out of 99 players. Uh, I beat him. Thank you very much. And I sent it to a few of my buddies and they were like, Oh, you couldn't just let them win. Eh? And I was like, fuck no, not with Tetris 99. I, I go for the jugular in Tetris 99, but we've been playing that. We've been playing fire emblem together. We've been playing, well, not together, but he's learning about it. That's what he's down there playing right now. Uh, we've been playing Mario Party, Super Mario Party for the Switch, which I'll tell you guys is actually pretty good. You know, I didn't buy it off the hop because, frankly, without people to play it with in your house, it sucks. That's just Mario Party. We all know playing Mario Party against computers is fucking garbage. And classic Nintendo with their shitty online didn't give you a way to just play it online with your friends and play a full game. So uh, I, I don't know if I'd recommend buying it if you don't have two or three people in your house to play it with. But having sitting around uh, this past weekend, having sit around, having sat around 
this past weekend and played it with my nephew and my girlfriend. Uh, it was fucking killer, man. And it was like very old school Mario Party. You know, I didn't care too much for the Wii U one. I thought it kind of sucked. But this one is a throwback uh, to the series. And I love some old school Mario Party. So it's just been fun. I missed playing couch co-op with people. You know, playing online is cool. You don't have to go anywhere. You can sit on your couch or you can sit by yourself on the couch in your underwear if you want. But there's just something about, you know, like, we all know, like, anyone listening to this, 90% of you are old people like me that played the games back in the day. There's something about playing Super Nintendo or GameCube, Nintendo 64, PlayStation, what have you, with your buddies. Just fucking Halo. Like, how many of you played Halo with your friends back in the day on the Xbox and Halo 2? And, uh, God, good times. I just miss Couch Co-op. Another thing that's fascinated me is it's, I like talking games with him because he's, uh 13 and i'm 35 so there's a 22 year gap there and so we've got very different opinions on certain games and on the industry and stuff and uh as i've talked about on here many times uh i've shifted toward primarily a uh digital game collection that's just how i prefer it particularly because i have a switch and i go on the road a lot i just download my stuff it's all on my switch i take it with me and i'm good to go uh ben still prefers physical he like we've gone to eb games a couple of times because there's no eb games where he's from um in his hometown uh so we've gone he likes to look he loves having the cases in his hands and stuff like that and i read that a lot like in the reddit forums and stuff people talking about how they prefer physical games to their digital ones and uh that's just very interesting to me because for a while i felt like that hence why i used to be a game collector there is going to be a half-ass segue out of this um but uh now i'm just i have no space I find it more convenient to just be able to download the game, download it prior to its release date if it's a brand new one, and then I just have it. I find that there's better sales a lot of the time on digital games than there is going physical, you know. The only real regret I have about going digital with my games is that I can't trade them in when I get sick of them. But a lot of the time I trade games in when I get sick of them, and then I regret it and have to go rebuy it eventually anyways. So I'd rather just have it digital. It's always there. I can't get rid of it. Um so I don't know. That's just his opinion. I'm curious where you guys come out on that, if you prefer digital or physical. We tried recording that as a conversation on the show here once, actually. Excuse me. And the file got uh, corrupted. And you guys, it's one of the long lost episodes of Remember the Game. But we'll probably attempt that again down the road, a digital versus physical uh, episode. So it's been fun gaming with them. We're going to be recording a couple of Let's Plays here together in the next couple of days, I think, too. So that'll be going up on the YouTube channel. Uh, oh, yeah, which I didn't plug with all the other social media, youtube.com slash remember the game. I try to subscribe back to everyone's channels and stuff like that. Uh, so check us out there. Let's Plays, game reviews. I'm still dragging my feet on another review. They don't get a ton of views, and they're a mountain of work. And uh, I'm going into my busiest season of the year as a comedian. I'm trying to keep this podcast up to, up to snuff. And uh, the reviews are coming. They're just they're trickling out because they're just the bottom of the priority ladder. That's all. Uh, but Let's Plays are coming. Speaking of Let's Plays, what have I been playing over the last seven days? Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem, Fire Emblem, Fire Emblem. Three houses. I'm about 60 hours into my playthrough. I haven't quite finished it. I'm pretty sure I'm close to the end. I started over. I've already talked about this, but in case you're new or haven't listened to the last couple episodes, I was about 15 hours into the game and I was playing it on the easier setting and then was like, this is too easy and kicked it up to hard. Now I'm almost done. Uh, if I have one criticism of the game and it's the same criticism I had six or seven days ago, whenever it was the last episode of this went live, it's too easy. That's my only beef. And it's getting a little harder near the end, but I still like, I've played a couple other fire emblems like fire emblem awakening. And that one also wasn't the most vicious game, but it was harder than this. Like this game is easy. I was playing Wargroove on my switch, which is another tactical like strategy game before I shifted over to fire emblem and uh, Wargroove was fucking vicious. Like, that game hurt your heart. 
this game is as forgiving uh, as any game I've played in a long time, but it's still phenomenal. And the storyline is so good that as soon as I'm finished, I'm probably going to hop back in and play it as a different character because I want to see one of, you have to join one of these three houses uh, with these three different characters running them. And uh, I, I want to see what happens if I play through as a different house because the storyline has been so good. So just phenomenal. Nintendo, everybody involved, you guys fucking killed it. It is my game of the year by a mile right now, although I still have the Link's Awakening remake and Pokemon Sword and Shield coming out, so we'll see if one of those can knock knock it off its purge. But I am fucking so addicted to Fire Emblem. Uh, like I said, I've also been playing Tetris 99 with Ben uh, because it's the best Tetris ever made. It's, it just is. Uh, and I'm, I've hopped back into my paper Mario thousand year door playthrough, uh, because I'm planning to record an episode of the show about that game in the next few weeks. And I wanted to get as much of it, uh, completed before we did the, the podcast as we could. I'm not, I don't think I'm gonna have time to finish it, but God damn, that game is charming. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but there's like a petition floating around online for an HD remake on the switch of thousand year door. And like, yeah, fuck yeah, there should be. Cause that game is so, ah, so good. Just so charming. <sighs> Bring back Paper Mario and not the Wii one. That game sucked. Just the good Paper Marios. Okay, we're at 15 minutes. I've talked enough. Uh, we're going to talk game collecting this week, you guys. Like I said, uh, a little bit different. Just a conversation between me and another geek. I hope you guys enjoy it. My pal Patrick is here. I am a former game collector, as is Patrick. Uh, I could talk about game collecting for days. I definitely want to do more collecting specific episodes. So, uh, go back and check out our other conversation ones. Like I said, episode 17, episode 24, if you're interested, let me know what you think of this one. And, uh, if you'd be interested in like specific console collecting or specific, uh, game, uh, like system, uh, system, uh, like specific publishers, specific uh, genres, whatever. If you're interested in collecting stuff, and collecting episodes, let me know, because I would really like to do more of them. I would like to get some experts on here that know more about it than I do. Just to talk collecting, I just it fascinates the shit out of me. Um, I would love to get back into it, but I have no money or space. So uh, I have to stick to digital stuff. But anyway, I hope you guys enjoy this week's episode. I like looking at your collections too. I meant to say that. So send them to me on Twitter, Instagram. I'll retweet them. I'll do all that kind of stuff. Add member to the game. But that's then. This is now. I'm talking game collecting with Patrick. I'm going to cue some music. I don't know which one yet. Here it is. And I hope you guys enjoy this episode 60 of Remember the Game. Patrick and I are talking game collecting. Here we go. Look, we've all been there. You're on your computer. You're plugging away at a project or a video or a podcast. And then somehow you lose your work. The computer crashes. You drop your phone on the delete key. Your hard drive isn't terraformed or whatever it is. Hey, lightning strikes the transmitter. Doesn't matter. Bottom line, your work is gone and it's devastating which is why you need backup, literally, in the form of CrashPlan. They're offering a free trial of their computer backup services and some special deals, all for the hot dogs at CrashPlan.com RTG. CrashPlan is the ultimate computer backup service. Whether you're just a solo internet renegade like myself, or you run a business with a bunch of people all click-clacking away, CrashPlan hangs out in the background while you work, and every 15 minutes, they encrypt and backup all the files on your computer that have changed in that time. So if your computer decides to jerk you around and they do and you lose your work a backup is waiting for you and it's not a backup from yesterday it's a backup from the last 15 minutes come on now that's that's pretty sweet and not only are they saving the most recent versions of your work they can back up unlimited versions of your work so it's like a rewind button realize you screwed something up an hour ago just rewind an hour go find an old version of it and you're just like that you're done you're back to the races it's awesome time is money 
Don't waste your day redoing your work in a rage-filled stupor if something goes wrong. Check out Crash Plan, invest in a safety net, and save yourself a ton of time and stress when your computer decides not to play nice. Seems like a no-brainer to me. Go to CrashPlan.com RTG to sign up for a free trial and take advantage of one of their limited-time buy-one-get-one offers for Remember the Game listeners. That's CrashPlan.com RTG. Back up better with Crash Plan. I need to come up with a more uh, creative name for these episodes because, like, we've done a couple now. Um, uh, my buddy Miklos and I talked about the whole console wars of the '90s, Sega versus Nintendo. Yeah. And uh, Mark McHugh and I talked about whether or not we wanted a Nintendo 64 and what would go on it. And honestly, both of those episodes were among our most downloaded. Right. So I'm hoping that people are en- enjoy this concept. We're going to try to do a few more of these because, frankly, I'm going to run out of games eventually yeah. if I don't try to switch it up once in a while. Uh, so my pal Mark, Mc- or Mark Patrick McGrath, yeah. Mark McHugh, Patrick McGrath, one of the mix. Mark's Patrick a cool McGrath guy. That's a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a good compliment. Yeah, a Shout compliment. out to Mark. Yeah. Mark's a cool guy. Uh, how are you, buddy? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm great. Uh, we're going to go off script a little bit today. We're not going to talk about a specific game. We're going to talk about uh, all. All games. All games, I guess, in a way. We're going to talk about video game collecting. So, for the record, uh, and, and I'll see where you are on this, I am a recovering video game collector. We're in the exact same place. Okay. So, I don't have a huge collection now, neither do you. No. But uh, I do know the I know the I know the industry at least I think I do. If you're a, a current collector listening to this, uh, I'd be very interested in your feedback. Please feel free to leave it in comments if you're on YouTube or message me or reach out to us on Twitter and Instagram and stuff and let me know. And if you've never been a collector or if you're someone new to it or someone thinking about it, hopefully you get a little bit out of this anyways because we can steer you in a little bit of a way. Uh, so I'll ask you first and foremost, how come you don't collect anymore? Um, it became a it's just a space issue. It's just too much stuff to have. Uh, so much physical media, um, and I have a strange thing about collecting. I'm I'm a completist, so like I need. To, it just never ends, right? So in things where it's like, the Super Nintendo has 741 some cartridges. Right. Like, it's awesome when you see those all together. I've seen collections on Instagram and stuff. That's amazing. But it's just when you don't have all of it, it's a constant. Like I need to buy it all the time, and the stuff is so expensive now. Um, and you're just carting around, like moving from place to place. It's just too much stuff to take around. Yeah. And it just becomes like a money sink, and just uh, and you can't you can't play everything. So it's like it's cool to look at and have, but I find as I get older, the appreciation is not there from people. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? Do you, yeah, I think that I think the getting older thing is a big part. Sure. Of it. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, do you follow uh, Pat the NES Punk at all? No. Do you know who that is? No. So he's a YouTuber. He's got a podcast, blah, 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 blah. I've been, I've been, I followed his career for years. Uh, but he has a, a complete NES collection. Like, complete. Okay. He's got, he's got, like, he's got little, uh, little Samson, Flintstones 2. He's got World Championships. Right. Like, he's got everything. Everything. I think he's got, like, three of them. I remember him saying online one time that he has three of them in a safety deposit box at the bank. Like three full collections? No, like three of the carts. Probably uh, the World Championships. Oh, uh, okay. And something. I see. Yeah, yeah. Like the ones that are worth, like, thousands right. and thousands yeah, like of that, dollars. Uh, yeah. Um, but he's got a complete collection and he's about our age. I think he's late thirties. Okay. Um, and one, I, I, I still follow him. I still watch his YouTube stuff and listen to some of his podcasts and sometimes he'll answer questions from people. And one of the questions, 
was uh, like, where are you going now? Or something mm-hmm. like that. And he said, he's like, the day's going to come where I'm going to sell some of this stuff. Because yeah. it's not just the NES collects for clicks for everything. Right. NES is just the one he's got everything for. Yeah. Uh, but he's like, it hits a point where he's like, I'm, uh, do I want to be the 50-year-old guy who's known nothing, known for nothing except collecting and talking about video games? Right. Um, and I, dude, like, how old are you, Patrick? I'm 31. So we're in the same group. I'm yeah. 35. Like my passion for video games has never gone away. No, I, I go through ups and downs. Like I, I have a phase where I went through a phase in my twenties where all I played was like sports games. I didn't really sure. play anything else, yeah. but, but I've always just loved video games. Mm-hmm. Um, but say, yeah, like I, 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 like I have a mortgage now I have bills. To yeah. Have, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like how old were you when you collected? Um, so I started pretty young. So I, I really liked, I was always proud of the way I did this. So the way it started for me is, um, when the Super Nintendo was starting to get phased out and the PlayStation 1 started coming out, yep. I didn't get one right away. I was still playing Super Nintendo. All my friends were talking about PlayStation 1. So what I started doing is I said, well, hey, like, if you're not playing these old Super Nintendo games, can I just have them or buy them from you? Right. A lot of times my friends would be like, yeah, and they would just give me entire boxes <laughs> of all their cartridges. Yeah. So I ended up with a, a, a shit ton of, of excellent games. I, had a, um, I was really proud of the, the Super Nintendo collection I had. Um, and I would just get all these games and then from there I would just start buying and piecing as I got older I had this kind of base foundation I would start buying games and it just got easier and easier as the consoles went further and further I, people would give me an, an entire Nintendo NES collection right and then you go from there and just like start building that way um, I had early on um, my parents bought us a turbo graphics so i had a turbo graphics which no one I knew had so uh, that was like part of it it was like I had this piece that no one else I knew had, and then I started building and collecting uh, Sega Genesis, Super Nintendo, NES games, um, PlayStation 1 games, and then I was working at EB Games at the time when that stuff started getting phased out too, so um, Game Boy cartridges, NES, Super Nintendo, PlayStation 1, they all became very cheap. They were almost giving them away, and I used to do things where... um, when people would bring in NES games when they stopped taking them, I would say, hey, like we can't take these anymore or they're worth 50 cents. I was like, I will give you, I will just buy this collection from you personally. Right. And I would just work out deals with people. It's how I got, um, I have a really cool like NES Mario Luigi like uh, soft shell case for carrying it. Sick. And and like stuff that you like got out of people's collections that like, we can't take this, but I, I will absolutely buy this yeah, from yeah. you. And so that really helped a lot, being exposed at the kind of right place, right time. Yeah, during that. totally. I yeah. was able to get stuff very cheaply and and uh, and in large amounts. Like I had multiple, I had like two copies of uh, Mario RPG and stuff and like a lot of things that, that are now really highly sought after. Yeah. That yeah, you're dude. like, I had multiple copies of these things. That's sick, yeah. man. It was like I, I had a lot of my, not a lot, but I had some of my collection from when I was a kid. Like we never got rid of yeah. our games. Uh, same thing. I had a, a NES, Super Nintendo, Nintendo 64, and then the PS1 was the first console I bought with my own money. Yeah. And then I, I, I still loved Nintendo and I liked the Nintendo 64, but the PS1 kind of took, like, I love playing sports games. Yeah. They the best sports games. Yeah. And, uh, and then like Final Fantasy VII and shit mm-hmm. like that. Um, and then after that, I kind of got more into sports games and got out of it for a while. But, uh, I, I when I got into collecting, I was in probably my mid twenties, um, with my girlfriend, we actually just started dating. And I, I just, out of nowhere, I just decided like, dude, I just, this would be a cool thing to collect. Yeah. And like, honestly, at one point, yeah. like my thought was like, I'm just going to collect a ton of video games mm-hmm. over the next like 40 years. And then when I retire, yeah. I know what I'm going to be doing with my time. I'm going to be yeah. playing all these old video games. Yeah. Um, without realizing that, like, quite frankly, and as a retro gamer, I, 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 it, I don't like to admit this, but like a lot of those games have not aged well. Yeah. A lot. Yeah, Particularly sure. if you go back to the NES and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. 
Um, and they take up so much space, mm-hmm. you know? And so when I was in my mid twenties, I had tons of disposable income. I had no, like I had a car payment, my rent and my cell phone bill. Yeah. And, and then I started to realize like, I want to buy a house and, and I got to start saving some money and stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it, cause dude, it could, it's an expensive fucking hobby. Yeah. And so my problem now is not like, it's not that I'm just no longer a collector. It's just I've shifted interest. Like I sold all my my games and all my systems and everything. But now I just like I have comic books and I have toys and I have like right. and like at the same time as, as game collecting, I was also into DVD collecting too. So I was like I had a huge collection of DVDs and between DVDs and like physical copies of, of Nintendo games mm-hmm. and jewel jewel cases <laughs> and like it's just it's too much it like is it's too yeah. much to carry around it's too much to find a place to store and and through my 20s like in college i was living in houses with other people so i didn't have a whole house to like put it i was living out of a bedroom so like yeah. my bedroom would be like one wall unit is just crammed with with stuff yeah yeah and it that and that's like so two things primarily got me out of collecting. The first was just money. Yeah. And I was like, this is an expensive hobby and I just could use this money on other things. I'm like, I'm buying, dude, like, I don't know about yourself. You're probably the same way. Like, uh, uh, I had so many like NES games and super, that I never played. Yeah. I had never put yeah. them in the, they might not even have worked. I, I had no idea. I would buy games. I go to pawn shops and I'd be like, okay, there's a ton of like $3 games. And I would just buy all of them, and you go home and play them. Like these are all awful. These like bootleg fighting games, or just like whatever, like terrible side scrollers that that you're like these are unplayable. But I have it now, and cool, I guess. Yeah, like yeah, that was what it was. And I got to the point where I was like, why the fuck am I spending all my money and using the very little bit of space I have? Same thing. My girlfriend and I were renting a basement suite. Yeah, and so we had our bedroom, and then the spare bedroom was was my room. And I had a TV in there, and then a ton of old video games. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I just have no room for this. I have no money for this. Yeah. and so I sold it, and and I don't regret it, but I kept I kept one thing, and that was my Super Nintendo and the collection of games I had as a kid. And then I slowly added to that. And dude, like my buddy Chris kind of gave me shit for it because I finally sold it about two years ago. Yeah. And uh, I had a Super Nintendo with like Earthbound, Mario RPG, like 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 uh, like Super Metroid, yeah. to the past, basically just the creme de la creme, the triple A's. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and I sold the whole thing for about a thousand dollars. Wow. My collection. And the reason I sold it was uh, legitimately because that was when they, I sold it when they announced Earthbound on the on the virtual console. Right. Because right. forever, Earthbound would not get released on the virtual yeah. console. And Earthbound is one of my favorite video games of all time. And I knew that a cart is a couple hundred bucks. It's, it's fucking gone. It's insane right now to buy Earthbound. Although it's gone down since it got started getting released everywhere. Um, and so I was like, I'm not going to sell this because I'll, I know I'm going to want to play this again someday. And I'm not going to drop fucking hundreds of dollars to get right. my hands on yeah, it. Yeah. But once it became available on virtual console and listen just for the record and we'll get into this maybe in a little bit but i know there are people listening to this being like just get a raspberry pi download yeah, 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 yeah. that's not yeah. the point okay yeah. fuck off uh well don't fuck well yeah fuck off I'll stand by <laughs> that. um once i could get earthbound that was the one game that was right. keeping me yeah invested and once i could get my hands on earthbound i was like all right and then i sold everything and uh and i i don't really regret it i mean i miss having the games i owned as a kid right but like Dude, I'm pointing at my shelf right now. I guess you guys can't see that. I have an SNES Classic right there. Even without hacking it, uh, it has enough on there. It's that got you feel 20 good. Yeah. phenomenal games yeah. on it, and I'm like, and it takes up no space. Yeah, no, it's 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 fucking a one time investment of like a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. I I just I'm not shitting on people that collect because I get the passion of it. I love it. Part uh, of me yeah. would love to collect again. I love seeing like I my Instagram is filled with collectors. Like I love seeing 
collections and, and like not just collections of games but all the other merchandise that goes along with it people mm-hmm. that still have boxed art um you know all the little things that nintendo released and all these companies like tvs and things just little accessories or some people will get they'll collect like uh toys r us displays from yeah. like and that stuff's awesome um i would probably still have my super nintendo i i ended up that was the one thing I didn't sell. I lent I lent to a friend at the end of high school, and he moved away, moved across country, oh. and took it with him. And so that's the one thing that I'm like, if I had that, I probably wouldn't have gotten rid of that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I'm like, it's kind of like I have that attachment of like I never really got finished with that. Yeah, yeah. You know, that was taken from me, and 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 so I I don't have like. There's no regret, like I regret lending it, but you know, I, you kind of let go of it at some point, and that's what made it easier to sell off everything else because you're like, I don't have as much attachment to an, an NES, yeah. um, you know, um, to selling off this stuff, but uh, yeah, yeah, no, I dude, that sucks, yeah, that fucking yeah. sucks. Uh, I don't know, man, collecting them is cool, it just like I, I, I repeated, but like it's a ton of money for a lot of space for a lot of bad games, and yeah. like, and so. Honestly, that's kind of... And the other thing is, like, if you don't have a direction, which honestly was a problem I had when I collected, I had no sense of direction. I just bought anything I sure. saw. Yeah, me too. And, yeah. uh, dude, it can get out of hand it does. really fast yeah. because there is a ton to fucking collect. Like, when, a ton. When collecting stopped being fun is I had the realization, it's like, I'm not really attached. Like, I like the games, but am I just attached to the physical cartridge of this? Because that became very easy to to alleviate you're like well i don't really need these cartridges taking up all this space they're not mounted in any way that it shows the artwork like they're just stacked right. haphazardly in a lot of places and so it stopped being like okay if, if it's the games i'm attached to like i'm a i'm a rom guy like i have no problem you can easily illegally find an entire collection of 700 super nintendo games yep. every computer i have has some form of emulator i when i was in high school i put a nintendo emulator with a, a bunch of games into a hidden folder on the server of the computer so any computer i logged into in high school i could access this uh, nintendo emulator and right. play from any computer in the school which right. was like awesome because once i started doing that and i was like there really is no need for this physical i lost the need for physical i totally understand the need for collecting and, and the desire to have physical properties yeah. like i collect comic books now and it's very easy to just buy digital comic books you can get a subscription you can have all the comic books you want but i physically love like seeing a, a long box full of comics being able to pick it up and look at it and, yeah. and appreciate like the this is this is how it was made originally and meant to be enjoyed uh from the beginning sure and so I, I definitely appreciate that but like with the release of super nintendo classics and and stuff like that like there just is for me no more need to have all of that big collection anymore no i get that dude i still I, collect i still collect game boy games though like i still have a little piece of it where i have a i have a custom painted and made um game boy and i still collect game boy games like, that's sick. the only thing but that's easily like it's it's really easy to boil that down to like it's one carrying case right, right now you know yeah you um, could put it in a drawer it's very easy to store yeah, yeah yeah nintendo or uh, game boy games yeah it's because i agree dude i i like i i'm pretty much digital with everything yeah. like I, I i have no cds I, I know a lot of people don't anymore but like yeah. i have no physical music all my music's on my phone i have no physical dvds other mm-hmm. than my simpsons dvds there that i'll probably get rid of when yeah. disney plus comes out and i can stream them yeah um i have no, very few physical video games 
I I prefer digital. I just like yeah. it. I, I I don't know if it's. I think part of it is getting older. I, I just it's it, convenience. You know. Yeah. yeah. I, I read like I'm a bookworm. Mm-hmm. I fucking read uh, probably a book book and a half a week. And uh, I've I honestly I've started reading physical books again because I I started at 35 years old. I remembered how cool the library can be for yeah. a reader, and so I yeah. started going to the library because I, I don't need to keep all these physical books here. Sure. I can read them and put them back. Um, but other than that, I buy my books digitally on my iPad or on I'm my Kindle. I'm a big Kindle. fan of uh, Audible, like right. uh, audiobooks. Listening to them, yeah. right? Yeah. Like I, but, but having said that, like, I, I adore looking at physical collections. Oh, like you said, sure. I could, like, yeah. if you, uh, at member the game on Instagram, give us a follow, we'll follow you back. Uh, I, I follow a ton of collectors and I yeah. love looking at their collections. Mm-hmm. Dude, it's so cool. And like, and to me, there's something about preserving gaming history with that yeah, too, absolutely. right? Because like the Wii virtual console just shut down like it's gone like it's gone and so anything you have on your wii i guess you have to play there until your wii brick because that was the thing is when the wii virtual console launched like my wii i used it primarily as a virtual console yeah i didn't play a lot of wii games but i had tons yeah hundreds of dollars of old games on there and then my wii bricked and uh and i lost all of everything that sucks yeah it does really suck um and and the thing is is like that shit's probably gonna happen with all these like i have a switch now and and to me the switch Nothing exists anymore. Everything's held on a server Dude, in a in a magic cloud. Like the switch to me is tailor made for uh, digital gaming, and and I know there are people that prefer the physical cards, which is cool. I get it. Yeah. But like to me, like I, I like. Dude, I have a, I have a, 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 a an SD card in my switch yep, to same. make it bigger. Yep. And I go on the road a lot for comedy, and I can take. I I have forty Every, video games with me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's I love a, it. It's a, at the touch of a finger. Yeah. Like, even when I was in um, like current uh, gen console, um, I was digital. I was buying everything digital. Like I wasn't going to stores anymore. I wasn't buying physical copies of games. Like right. uh, Xbox and PlayStation, it was always buying stuff through the digital store. Me even too. on the Switch, like I, I don't buy anything. Like I have a few games that I bought, I think four that I yeah. have physical. And But I'm a big indie title fan too so yeah. i it's the only place you can get a lot of those yeah so it's really easy to browse the store you find a few cheap indie games and then you're like okay well there's a triple a title totally yeah yeah i agree with that because yeah. same thing i love indie games yeah. um but to me that's one of the coolest things about collecting and that would be if i ever got back into serious collecting because i did recently buy a gamecube and i've picked up a few games for the gamecube because mm-hmm. they're just not available anywhere yeah and i love these games but if i was going to get back into collecting and one of the reasons i like watching collectors is because they're they're preserving the history of, of a hobby that i love so much yeah because like what happens in 15 years when my switch bricks and all those games are gone and there's no way for me to yeah. get my hands on we're them just again. in a cycle of continually buying the same games over and totally over. right and the thing is like when you look at the nes pardon me or the snes or the sega genesis or even if you go dude look at we're not even getting into obscure things like the dreamcast or the sega saturn where like those games aren't available fucking anywhere yeah um nes games are available but there's a very small percentage of that library that's available on a virtual console you know you're at you're at the mercy of whatever the companies want to give us totally and and i'm a rom guy as well now Mm -hmm. you know and like and now having said that i'm a big believer in paying somebody for their work sure and so i like i never was big into downloading music illegally i don't stream movies uh, if, if there's a way for me to buy a video game and give the company the money for it, I will. Right. But like Nintendo doesn't release their goddamn games no. and Sega, like I bought the Sega collection and I will buy the Genesis mini because yeah. it's a way for me to give money to the company to that. that have their games. Mm-hmm. But the, a lot of them aren't available. So ROMs are the only way to go. Whereas if you want to spend the money and take up the space and build a physical collection, like 
to me, the only reason to do that, because the money isn't going to the developers anymore. No. You could get the ROMs if you wanted to play them for free. The only reason to do that is either out of a passion for the the hobby yeah. or or to preserve gaming yeah. history. Yeah. And I have a ton of respect for that, and I think it's fucking awesome. I just don't have the bank account or space to do sure. it anymore. Sure, and that's, yeah, that's what it comes down to, just um, other life priorities, too. Yeah. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Look, we all need somebody. Your spouse, your friends, your family. Lean on me when you're not strong. I hope my singing didn't ruin your day. But the point is, we all need relationships. And unfortunately, they're not always easy. They take work. My substantially better half and I have put more work into our relationship than just about anything I've ever touched. And that's how she's been able to stand me for so long. It's give and take. And therapy can be a great way to help balance the taking with the giving. I've been beating this drum for a while and I will continue to beat. Talking to a therapist is one of the best decisions I've ever made. It's almost like a massage for your mind. My therapist has helped me be a better partner, friend, and person. And honestly, sometimes they've just been a great ear to bend when I need to vent about the stress in my life. And therapy can help anyone. You don't have to have been through some crazy trauma to reap the benefits of talking to somebody. If any of this is getting through and you're thinking about giving therapy a shot, consider better help. I've used them myself, and they're legit when they say they make therapy as convenient and accommodating as possible. Fill out a short questionnaire, and they'll match you with a licensed therapist that suits your needs, and you schedule appointments around your schedule. And all of your sessions are done online or over the phone, so you can squeeze in a mind massage when it works best for you. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit BetterHelp.com slash RememberTheGame today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash RememberTheGame. And so when you talk about the bank thing, uh, I wrote that down. One of the main reasons I got out was money, okay? Yeah. Because like like you said, it, dude, there was a point where people were coming to EB Games and you were picking up NES games for like on the cheap. Yeah. Uh, that shit doesn't happen anymore. No. Like, I mean, so... I, I didn't regret selling my stuff because when I when I got rid of it is when uh, Megan and I moved to Edmonton. So I was like, I'm going to get rid of all this stuff. We don't have to carry it around. Right. And then I got to a city that has game collecting stores everywhere. And yeah. now it's in my face everywhere I go. And I'm like, oh, man, like this is now when I, I start missing where I'm like, oh. But you see, like I had this game and I didn't pay 70, 80, 200 dollars for it. It's it's and I mean, it's not just video games. People just think that like everything old is worth a ton of money yeah. now. Uh, but like uh, the reason I bring up video games is because that's what I primarily know. Mm-hmm. It's fucking stupid, dude. There's there's stores now. And I'll, I'll even, I don't give a fuck. I don't have any sponsors. I'm never going to have sponsors on this fucking game. Yeah. You go into places like Game City. I don't know if those are across Canada. I know they're here in Edmonton yeah. and stuff, uh, which is like a retro gaming store. And it's like, I'm not giving you fucking $30 for a copy of Mario Brothers 3 on the NES. Yeah. Get the fuck away from me. You know what I mean? And it's like, and they're clearly just trying to cash in on people that have nostalgia yeah. and want to do yeah. that stuff, right? But those games aren't worth that much. And okay? they're everywhere. I mean, everywhere. That, everyone who had an NES had a copy of that game. Everywhere. Yeah. You go to like, you go to the flea market and there will be a video game there'll seller. There'll always be. And they'll yeah. always be stupid expensive. Yeah. And honestly, like I was paying those prices for a little while when mm-hmm. I got into collecting. Yeah. And then started to realize like, this is fucking dumb. Yeah. You know, like, and I, I, I there's a YouTube channel I watch sometimes, the Game Chasers. Okay. And then these two dudes that collect video games. Yeah. And it's fun to watch, but they'll go to flea markets, they'll go to garage sales, things like that, looking for the cheap games. Because you can find them. If you know what you're looking for, yeah. But it's can. a hard thing to find yeah. now, right? Because more and more people just think they're With, sitting on gold. Well, and also any any person who's selling a game has access to 
Google right in their pocket. Right. So you can see what that's selling for. So the days of finding those deals, it's very few and far between totally. now because anyone who's selling it, I mean, you go even to like a value village or something, like they'll, they they know what stuff's worth. So instead of selling it at like affordable prices to people who, who can't necessarily afford to pay for it brand new, they'll just jack it up because they know like, okay, well, somebody collector is going to come through and they're going to buy this thing and yeah. we know what it's worth. Yeah. And that's crazy. Oh, it's, it's fucking ridiculous. So that, that to me is a big turnoff. And then when you um, expand that into the fact that there is so much to collect you guys i mean it, like it, like i mean i don't know what you're saying like when i was collecting i had a, i had an nes a super nintendo a nintendo 64 a gamecube i had a sega genesis a sega dreamcast i had a game gear and a game boy and uh and probably like my ps1 and stuff and i was i was collecting for all of them yeah and there's hundreds and hundreds of games for every title and they're all fucking expensive yeah. the only ones you can find at any kind of a remotely reasonable price are old sports games yeah. And 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 nobody wants those. No. You know what I yeah. mean? Like it's yeah. like nobody cares about fucking those are always the Mad ninety five. Yeah. Like nobody yeah. wants that. Yeah. Um. Because quite frankly, if you're if you want to play an old sports game, then like Tecmo Super Bowl, right. And fucking ice hockey and shit mm-hmm. still do it better. Right. You know, so you don't have to play those. Uh, I got completely in my head. I was like, I'm not. I can't afford to collect for seven systems at fucking twenty thirty dollars a game yeah. on each system when half the games suck. Sure. So yeah. if I that's where I was gonna go with this is if I was gonna give advice to someone that's thinking about getting into collecting, because uh, the thing is is like something's worth what you're willing to pay. So I'm not gonna sit here and shit on someone yeah. that's willing to pay thirty dollars mm-hmm. for Super Mario Brothers three. I'm not. Yeah. Okay. It's free on my NES. <laughs> it's on my NES collection. You can get it for five bucks on like Super yeah. on, on a 3DS and everything. Um, if you want to get into collecting, my 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 number one piece of advice as a uh, recovering collector is is focus on something yeah focus don't try to do fucking everything yeah because you will get in over your head and it's fun for a little while and then you just have a shelf full of crappy plastic right pick your favorite either pick your favorite genre pick your favorite i mean first of all and i'll ask you your opinion my my if, if you were brand new to collecting uh figure out the console you like the most and start with just that, yeah. like f- one, maybe two, but like try to focus. Don't buy every fucking system yeah. at once. So like from my, like you said, you still have your Game Boy, yeah. your Game Boy collection. Mm-hmm. I had my Super Nintendo for a long time. That's yeah. my favorite system ever. Pick the console that you like the most. And then even then, don't go after everything right away. Start by collecting the games you like, yeah. the games you want to play. Because yeah. if you don't, if you just buy up everything you can get your hands on, you will burn out and yeah. you will quit because you are not even wanting to play the games you're spending all this money on. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's not worth uh it being like a completist if you're if you don't really have an appreciation for even the bad games. Yeah. It's it's not worth because yeah, you'll you'll say like Turtles in Time for the Super Nintendo. At a minimum you're spending seventy to eighty dollars for that cartridge. It's loose. So you could buy that and you go, well, that's really expensive for the one game. It's a fence, one of the greatest games for that console. Yeah. But if you're going to buy, say, seven, $10 shitty games that you're never going to play, like yeah. it, it adds up and you're like, well, okay, these are $5, you know, bin digs that you find somewhere and they're all garbage. But, you know, you spent $30, $40. That could have gone towards a good copy of something else, yeah, you dude. know? And at the end of the day, like, I mean, I guess t- like, you're doing it for whatever reasons you want. But, like, to me, like, video games are fun like that's yeah. why i play them that's why yeah. i collected them and it's like dude i'm dude when i was collecting like on the on the uh on the playstation one 
I had like every year's NHL and every, right. year, you know what I mean? And I was like, yep. what the fuck? I'm never going to do yeah. this. That's what all, and like you said, that's a great point, man. I could have fucking taken the $2 a piece I spent on all those yeah. and bought Metal Gear Solid yeah. and had like, dude, now I have a game I really want to yeah. play. So like, listen, like if you want to get into collecting, forget the money because that just comes down to what you're willing to pay for it. Mm-hmm. But like pick a focus, try to focus and try to buy shit that you want to play. Yeah, I think, to start. I think that's definitely what's happened to me now. Like, I still consider myself a collector of just different things now. So the things that I have, like, I focus down to having a, a Game Boy. Or I collect comic books, but I only collect Daredevil comic books because that's my focus. That's what I really like. So right. instead of just being like, I need to buy all of these comic books, even the ones I have an appreciation for, I don't I do not do it because I, I just become much more focused on, like, what, what it is I want. Right. And the other thing is, like, as you get older, like, you have less time. Like, dude, yeah. I have less time to play video games yeah. now than I fucking did when I was 24. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, like, I, I try to... That's why I sold my PS4 and my Xbox One, because yeah. I was like, I'm playing too much. Yeah. And I just want to, like... I just Now I have a Switch, I have my classic consoles, and then I just bought the GameCube. And for my GameCube, I'm, I have... Like, right now, looking at my shelf, I have Mario Golf, Mario Kart, and Paper Mario. Yeah. And I'm only after another about half a dozen games. Right. And they're just my favorite games ever. Because it's like, I, dude, I, like, I only have a couple hours a day to just really sit down and have fun with these games. I don't want to waste it on a game I fucking hate. I want to play something fun. Yeah. So like just collecting to me looks glamorous online. You see pictures of people's gigantic yeah. collections or you watch a video like Game Chasers or something and you're like, dude, that looks cool. And it it is cool. It is. But like you will burn out and you will hate it if you don't focus and come up with some goals in a system yeah. you will you did it i fucking did it and I, I i don't regret having done it but i wish i had that money back sure to be honest with you because <laughs> there's no way i got the money for it no um don't buy everything and dude don't jump at the first copy of a game you see because people are fucking charging stupid fucking prices so if you like dude when you see mario 3 for 30 dollars, if you want that game if you're like dude i would rather have that than 30 dollars, then i don't fucking do it but i'm yeah. telling you right now don't just assume whatever somebody's charging is the is what it's worth because yeah. it's fucking not no. and i bet you prices start to go if they haven't already and maybe they have i'm not into the scene right now if they haven't started going down they're going to i i would bet money they're going to because they're just too readily available everywhere yeah. else now you know they for sure haven't been going down i'm like Anytime I walk by a game city, I'm going in just to look to yeah. see, you know, every once in a while you might be able to, because there are still games that, um, if I see, like right now I also collect, I have a, uh, a Super Famicom, so I collect Japanese Super Nintendo games. Okay. And the reason I do that is because if any stores have copies of games, they don't sell, so they're usually much cheaper. So you can buy, I have a copies of, of Turtles in Time, and I bought it when I was in Japan, and it's much less expensive than buying the American version of it. Sure. It's just they're not, like, I've, I've been to a few stores where I've, I bought Street Fighter 2 in box, and it was $10. Right. And because nobody, if they're sitting on it, nobody's buying it. It takes a very specific collector for that kind of stuff. Right. Um, so in that way, my collection is much smaller because it's much more difficult to get games if you're not buying online and paying crazy shipping prices. Right. But when you do come across those gems, it's much more fun. So I'm always constantly going in stores and being like, do you have Super Famicom games? Sure. And then you end up looking at everything else. And, and the prices are, to me, they seem just as strong as ever. They're like, stupid. But like, like, especially PlayStation 2 games, like... Uh, I bought a PlayStation 2 last year just to, for a few. There's some really great titles on that. And some of the games is like $40, $50, $60. You're like, these are the these are the cost of current-gen games. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And 
that's crazy. Yeah, dude. It, 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 see, the reason I think that prices are going to drop if they haven't, and I think they, because I, I, I agree with you. I was in a games when I bought my GameCube. I needed a power adapter, yeah. so I went to a game and got one for like fifteen bucks or yeah. something. Uh, but I was looking at the games, so I was like, maybe I'll pick up a couple GameCube mm-hmm. games. But I was like, get the fuck out of here! Like, this is, I'm not giving you, I'm not giving you eighteen dollars for the World Series of Poker. Like, get the fuck away from me. Um, fuck, I hate Game City so much, and I hope you're listening to this. Fuck you, fuck all of you. Uh, uh, what was I gonna say now? Um, oh yeah, the reason I think prices eventually will go down is that people our age, people that are I, my 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 um focus demographic for this podcast is people around our age. Yeah. It's people in their late twenties to their you know early forties type thing right. that grew up in the eighties and the early nineties playing those games and stuff like that. And I bet you there's a lot of us that got into collecting at one point when you were in your in your twenties and had disposable income and more money and more time and more time yeah. and stuff like that. And now you're like, I have less space, I have less time, I have less money. And these games are available everywhere. So the only reason to collect them is if you really are passionate about collecting yeah. them now. Right? The opposite side of the money argument, too, though, is at a certain, you know, if people are smart, they have more money than they've ever had at, at these older ages, right? As you get better jobs and things like that. Right. There is also that, uh, you know, like the, the dudes who have huge collections, some of them, I'm like, I don't understand what it is you do for a living. Like, yeah, I thought that, too. Right? Like, yeah. you're like, you have everything. And not on top of just, like, everything, but you have, like, everything current, too. Like, they're constantly buying, like, new games and yeah. stuff. What I really like is, um, with my with my job now, is I go into a lot of houses, and I see, I love when I see, like, people with pinball machines or, like, old cabinet-style arcade Buddy. machines. Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, I know you have this because you have a really good job and it's, you can afford to have these. And that's, that's collecting that I really like, you yeah, know, man. like it's seeing like, like really old school stuff like that where you're like, oh, you've got like vintage guitars or you've got pinball machines, arcade machines, like that stuff. I'm like, that's real. That's the way to like, that's what I always thought as a kid. I'm like, when I have a job where I have lots of money, I'm going to buy arcade machines that's going to be what i'm going to collect i'm going to have a room that's just arcade uh, machines, yeah, right yeah i've wanted a miss pac-man arcade machine since Turtles i was about time, 10 man. dude have you seen the new the arcade yes, run up one i saw that one. Oh, i was yeah. i was saying to Saley, i was like dude that would fit in here yeah i was like i could move that little box it would fit, uh yeah. but it's like 500 bucks canadian that's it something like that it's like three i think it's i want to say it was 350 american is it a full size no it's like oh, it's okay. like two-thirds okay okay so Ah, I'll see. Cause uh, yeah, like it's I, I'm like as I'm sitting here saying, don't spend a lot of money, don't take a yeah, lot yeah. of space. I'm like, well, maybe I'll do both of those things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love arcade machines too, Dude, but like yeah. again, that's yeah. to me that's that's preserving gaming history, sure. and that's something that you I could go play an arcade game, mm-hmm. but it's different to play it on uh, on the yeah. actual ar- ar- yeah. arcade standup. Um, which is actually something else I had written down. That's I guess another reason to collect is that some people just prefer to play it on the original hardware. I do. I absolutely understand that. For me, like the one thing ROMs are missing is good controllers. So you right. can buy USB controllers. I have a multitude of USB N64, USB Super Nintendo controllers, yeah. but they don't feel the same way. They're made so cheaply yeah. that it's upsetting. Yeah, I have one right there, a Super yeah. Nintendo one, and it kind of sucks. It, they're awful, yeah. yeah. So when you get the feel of like, that's what I really liked about the... Um, the NES Classic or this uh, SNES Classic is the controller feels the way it should feel and it plays and responds mm-hmm. the way it should respond. And so that, you know, that's the one thing I, I'm missing um, in in what, I, you know, playing now. And it's not the same to remap it to an Xbox controller or to play on a keyboard. No, it's, it's not. It's not as it's fun. It's not. So, uh, yeah, it, it like, so I, could, I, I never thought to make that argument earlier, but I could get behind that. People just want to play it on the original hardware. Mm-hmm. But to me, the counter argument to that. And as a, I consider myself a pretty passionate retro gamer. There are going to be traditionalists listening to this that are going to give me shit. Sure. I like save states. 
And I know that right. I hey, I grew up in the era. I know yeah. that we fucking it was you beat a game or you start over if yeah. you died. Uh I, I don't have I don't have that kind of time, that kind of patience now. Sure. I wanna play more. I I I I now that I'm paying my power bill, I don't have interest in leaving a fucking console on for two days. Sure. Yeah. With the light it, covered it is so definitely my mom nice doesn't know. With, with the limited time is to like play a game and be able to stop right in the middle of it, save state, and then yeah. come back to exactly that spot. Yeah. Yeah. So that to me at the end of the day is, is it, it all comes down to that. Like, and I never even thought of it till we started talking about this, but to me, it all came down to when earthbound became available right. as a download. And I was like, all right, I'm fucking done with this physical cartridges. I could use this money on something else. Yeah. It's taking up space. And I really, really like having save states. It's right. just, I don't even care. Call me a pussy. I, <laughs> dude, my let's play series is called Adam sucks at video games. I suck. <laughs> I don't fucking care. Uh, I don't know. I guess to me that's, uh, but the arcade machines are fucking dope. Right. I agree with that. So I don't want this whole thing. Like we spent a lot of time kind of shitting on, on how expensive and crazy yeah. collecting is, but like, I don't want people to stop collecting. Like no. I love Dude. That, that people are still there. It's just not right for me anymore. No, but, and it's not, like I said, like, it's not like I've stopped collecting. I've just, I've changed interests in, in directions of what I do collect. Yeah. It's not like I'm like, uh, collecting so expensive and I, I'm, I'm older and smarter with my money. It's like, no, I'm still bad. With money, I'm just it, it, in a different focus. In a different way, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I agree with that 100%. I, I, I'm to a point, because I collected sports memorabilia for a long time, right. too. And I sold most of my sports memorabilia collection. We moved into our smaller house now. And I spent a lot of that money. We went on a trip to Vegas with it. And yeah. I had no regrets. I had so much fun. Yeah, as I get older, um, when Meg and I went to Japan, I started to value um, memories more than like totally. physical things. Experiences. Yeah, experiences. Yeah. So Trillion that's, percent. yeah, yeah. Having said that, like you said, dude, uh, like Patrick said, d- d- if you collect, if you want to collect, if you're thinking about getting into it, like it, it d- dude, do it. Like it's, it's just, it's just don't, don't do it for the wrong hobby okay, or for the wrong reasons. Okay. And I wanted to say that don't do it just so you can post pictures of your fucking collection on Instagram. Yeah. Cause as much as people like us think those collections are cool, like you're going to regret it. Like do it because you're passionate about it and don't, and listen, this is like actually my number one, number one piece of advice, even more than finding a focus and everything. Do not go into debt to collect anything yeah particularly video games okay because I, I was at a time where i was putting games on i go on ebay and see a lot and just be yeah. like oh fuck yeah and just put a hundred dollars on my credit card mm-hmm. to fucking buy this lot and stuff like that don't don't do that make the like you should not be going into any debt yeah to fucking fund this hobby okay mm-hmm. they'll listen the games will be there okay like I, i'm not saying going to debt to play current games but i can understand how like if a game is coming out next week that you really want to play it's brand new and you're like i don't want to see spoilers it's brand new i've been waiting for it put the 80 bucks on your credit card and pay it off and play yeah. your game you know what i mean but like those vintage games are always, always going to be there with ebay and kijiji and the internet now to buy shit on they will always be accessible so yeah. if you really want one save up your money and then buy it do not just run up your credit card buying these fucking old video games like idiots like i fucking did <laughs> because you will regret it it's not worth it just enjoy the hobby but don't let the hobby take over your life yeah you know and uh and and fuck off with your raspberry pies uh, do you have any of those <laughs> no i don't but i, I have friends who have them they're I pretty mean, I, I have i just have emulators on my computer so i have essentially that i just right um yeah and but like, i mean those are awesome i i i really like oh. you know like Mame arcade cabinets and stuff like sure. i have no problem if you're putting raspberry pies into an old school cabinet and and building like the you know 
um, actual joystick controllers and stuff. That's awesome. I got no, no problem with no, that. No, I have no beef with that, too. Like I said, it, 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 when I say fuck off Raspberry Pis, I'm just joking. I'm just trying to get a reaction from you guys. <laughs> uh, they're fine. ROMs are totally cool. Just like, if there's a way for you to support the business that made those games, then, then do I, it. I agree with that currently. But with old games, it's like they... They've made their money. Totally. Yeah. Like Turtles in Time. Steal everything. Right. Like Turtles in Time, there's no way for me to get my hands on that. Sure. Legally. I mean, I guess there will be with a fucking $500 arcade machine. Yeah. But like, yeah. You could also buy an original $2,000 arcade machine. Yeah, right? So I have an SNES Classic over there with Turtles in Time on yeah. it. And I'm like, I'm sorry, dude, but I, 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 I've I, given you my money. Like yeah. you fucking have had, you've earned, you've made my money. Yeah. You know what I mean? So... Okay, well, I, I don't know. I hope you guys enjoyed this. I, I the, We're going to do a few more of these. It's going to be every couple of months. I'm probably going to drop a discussion one because, like I said, there's only so many video games out there for me to talk about. Um, Patrick, good shit, buddy. Thank you yeah, for doing thanks, this. Yeah, thanks, man. And uh, you guys, if you want to get into collecting, just start slow. Take your time. Have fun with it. That's the whole point of playing video games is to have fun. Don't get into it to try to get rich because I promise you, you fucking won't. I promise you, you won't. Um, yeah, any, any closing thoughts? collecting rules collecting rules all right yeah all right i'll give you eight out of ten eight out of ten good (laughs) stuff buddy thanks for doing this thanks man thanks That's going to do it for this week's episode. Patrick, thanks for coming over, talking game collecting with me. And to all you geeks, thanks for listening to us. Geek out. Uh, you guys, if you enjoyed the show, uh, follow us on the social media, Twitter or Instagram. or at Remember the Game. Or you can find us uh, at Facebook.com slash Remember the Game. YouTube, Remember the Game. Uh, and most, most importantly, Patreon.com slash Remember the Game. Please consider it. My listenership's going up. The Patreon isn't. It's okay. I'm so humbled and appreciative of everyone that's already on there. The bigger it gets, the better prizes I can give away. That's my hope here, okay? It's two bucks a month is all I'm asking. I'll give you a ton of great stuff. Patreon.com slash Remember the Game. Specifically, let me know what you thought of this episode. If you guys want more... I don't know what the word I'm looking for is like editorial conversational uh, episodes. I want to do more of them and I'm curious to know if there's specific topics you're interested in. Speaking of topics, don't forget to submit your questions, topics, concerns, whatever you have to do. You want me to talk about for the rambling episode that's coming next week to Patreon subscribers. And uh, finally leave us a good review, please. If you enjoyed it on iTunes, stuff like that, I don't know what it accomplishes, but I'm being told to ask for them. So that's what I'm doing. Good enough. You guys, thanks for listening. I will be back again on Monday with your next Patreon episode, and I will be back again on next Wednesday with episode 61 of Remember the Game. In the meantime, go play some video games. Go be nerds. Don't go outside. The sun is hot. You'll get burned. Stay inside where it's safe and uh, save the world and all that good stuff. I'll talk to you again in a few days. Take it easy, guys. Cheers. (laughs) 